Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Host podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset Tim. Thank you for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. How is everybody doing? I'm doing well. This is how I do it when it's just me. And I, I like that better. like that format a little better. That's cool. Um, I'm doing okay. I'm PMSing really hard. I've embarrassed myself a few times this week. <laughs> oh, sorry, I know why I laughed. I, I don't know why. No, I've embarrassed myself a few times this week. Like one via email and the other times like face to face because I I guess like I have a history of having a quick temper. And so during this time that I'm PMSing, that kind of has shown and it was embarrassing. Like after the situations had happened, I looked back and I was just like, that was embarrassing. Mm. That was really embarrassing. So I'm trying to, before I respond to someone or something, I'm trying to really sit with my feelings and see if they are necessarily truth or not. You know what I mean? I do. So, yeah, I definitely embarrassed myself. In other news, your mom called us yesterday. Oh, damn. I thought you, I really thought you were talking about them like your mom called me. But go ahead, though. My no, mama. your your mom called us yesterday. Mama, Tim. Mama, son, said Tim. Yeah. yeah. And she was just like, y'all, I just listened to this podcast. And, like, y'all on here. What'd she say? Old souls. She called she us called old us. souls. And she loved the podcast so much. I guess it was her first time listening to the podcast. And she loved it. And I don't know. Like, that really warmed my heart. It made me smile. And it kind of made my afternoon. I'm going to let Tony know. If she, I hope she hears this episode. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> but, yeah, that was nice. Because although we get, you know, positive feedback from the online world and our community, which is amazing, it I don't feel like family, especially, like, my, my mom has never even listened to the podcast. So, for your mom. Your mama know how to find a podcast. Very true. She is very ancient when it comes to, like, technology. So, for your mom to, like, hit us up. She was like, am I on speaker? Because I need Rika to hear this. They call me Rika. I need Rika to hear yeah. this, too. And so, it made my day. It made my day. How are you? I'm fine. All right. I am actually okay. I'm, um. I'm very aware of what's going on with me right now. What's going on with you right now? No, I'm just mean like whatever it is. Like if I'm happy, I'm aware of it. If I'm sad, I'm aware of it. Yeah. I told you the other day I had a another like mantra for my everyday to kind of check and see where I was. I just asked myself, um, who knows what tomorrow brings? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of checked my reaction to that sentence. It let me know where I am in the world and how I feel about the world. Often, you know, how we feel about the world is how we feel about our lives at that point. Yeah. So, like I said, the example, like, if I'm in a bad mood and I say, who knows what tomorrow brings, it's like, oh, God, what, what the fuck? Hey, yeah, you're thinking the worst. worse. Like, ah. But then it automatically knows, it lets me know where I'm at in this world and I need to do some work or get back to that grounding level that I like to be at. And other times where I'm optimistic, you know, who knows what tomorrow brings. Like, I shot, shit, I could, I might but be timing up. <laughs> I might be timing up tomorrow. You know what I mean? Who knows? I, I I could be like that tomorrow. You know what I mean? Even more than I am. So it, it's just a, a mantra that lets me know exactly where I, I actually am. feel very mm-hmm. quickly and what I need to be getting to. You know, just treat my treat my life like it's a movie, yet I work on the set as well. Like you're the director. Actor. Actor, producer, director, producer. Artist. Yeah. yeah um in other news also first of all hold on let me go back and say i love that when you tr- when you told me about it i was like whoa that's i need to start doing it well let where are you at today because i see you like 
under I'm right now. What level are you at today? I'm real. I'm optimistic. I'm very grounded. I'm very um. I'm very set, and I'm. How do I put this? I'm acknowledging where I am and also where I want to be. I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable where I'm at, but also I guess first. Also, I'm very uncomfortable, but I am grateful for where I am. Mm. Agreed. I'm in that same space yeah. as well. We also have had a few, like we kind of beefing today. I don't beef with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't beef with nobody. <laughs> you beef with yourself. Well, okay. So, like I said, I'm PMSing, and whenever I'm PMSing, I take everything like I wear my heart on my sleeve as is. But it's just like even worse during this time and i really am trying to find ways i guess to not combat i don't know but find ways to work through this time of my life because this time of my life is going to keep happening every month um so i'm in my herbal healing area i've been area era and i've been um fixing some nettle leaf and red raspberry tea just for two days, so I mean, it I don't, ain't working. <laughs> so I don't got no, um, I don't got no like review for y'all yet. But yeah, I know I, it's probably me. I know I'm probably the problem. It could be me too. It probably I, is you too. It I take two, you. take two to tango. No, I don't. But um, again, about like getting back to knowing myself, I, I'm I'm getting better at knowing when I'm tender out here too. Agreed. I told you that like mama's got to know. You just got to understand when you tender that, okay, I'm taking a lot of things personal today. Yes. I'm kind of tender. So I just need to stay away from anything that's going to bring out high volume yeah. emotions in me right now. Yeah. So if, it, if it's a phone call from a family member, dodge that. A friend, dodge that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's your partner, like, hey, just, just I think let, let them know, know like, yeah. hey, I'm kind of tender today. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. no, no forehead jokes, no... No, nothing jokes today. I'm kind of tender. I'm a little sensitive today. I'm a little today. sensitive today. So don't, don't come at me about nothing today because I might think this is how you really feel. And then we might, I might have a host. beat your ass. <laughs> 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 you might have a, Are you talking to me? No. I thought you was trying to get a little side off. No. Well, you, see, the, and you always. We can put the mics down. You always think that. Like, you'll say something and I'm I'll tender. be like. I'm tender. I, I told you I'm kind of tender right you now. You didn't tell me you was tender today. As of this moment, I'm now learning that you were tender. You know I'm tender because I told you two I'm, weeks. I'm a, I'm a little tender. I told you two days ago. Bit. I was like, babe, I be giving you a warning. You be giving me. I said, babe, you know, I, I am PMSing. So, you know, like, how that go. I be sad one day. Anywho, um, we sorry we didn't intro today's episode, but yes, today's episode is about relationships and we're highlighting ours as the example, yeah, kind of just a little look into our relationship. We get a lot, well, we get comments and things like that about our relationship, mm -hmm. and I think I like typically we don't necessarily have a script but we do have points to follow and on this episode, like I was just like, I don't want to put down any points, I just kind of want to let it roll, I want to let it flow. Or whatever but yeah we just kind of talking about us today mm, relationship casual us. casual relationship and i just wanted to flow and like whatever comes up comes up like if i want to beat your ass chill out. <laughs> chill out i knew before you before you said something chill out let me start by saying that just like everything else that you see whether it be online or whether it be people you know in real life Maybe young people in real life, but it's one-sided. You don't see 100% into someone's relationship. And so, like, I'm just trying to say that we do have our moments where mm -hmm. we, like, like I, it was a point in our relationship. I used to ask you every other day, do you want to fight? Do you remember no, that? No, you still ask me this every day. I feel like I don't ask you every day. It's still just, just about every 48-hour thing. Probably. I don't even ask. I just run up. A lot of times, yeah. But the biggest thing is, like, communication. That's one thing we, we kind of got into a little bit. It's just letting your partner know and, like, letting them know real things about you. Yeah. Not, like, communicating, hey, I got to go, you know, I'm going to pick the kids up at 2 or, hey, I'm, I got this going on later. Not communicating our schedules, but communicating our real emotions to our partners again letting them know like hey, i'm kind of tender today i don't know where it came from it wasn't nothing from you i'm just kind of i'm sensitive i'm kind of tender today you know be gentle with me 
don't be so harsh with me today. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I think it's tougher for, I know it's, I ain't gonna say I know it is, but for guys, a lot of time, for men, it's a lot, it's a lot difficult, a more difficult, damn, excuse me. Excuse you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> it's difficult for men to get those out sometimes. It is not something that a man typically says, like, hey, I'm kind of emotional today. You know, I'm really emotional. Be easy on me today. And yeah. I know not everybody can get that, but your partner gets that, though. It's the reason why you chose, that, chose person. that person, you know. Uh, just communicate well your inner emotion, what you're scared of, what you fear. Mm. And some, because some things that give you fear is healthy for your partner sometimes. Like this morning, you went to, she went to the lake and just sat there. She said she was going to Target. And it had been like an hour and 30 something. So I'm like, all right. I, I already know like her place to go when she's in her on mind. The, did, out. You check, did you check my location? I don't need to look. <laughs> I know when you're gone for a certain amount of time. Like, I know she she went out there to clear her mind out of something. And a lot of times in a relationship, when your partner does something, you know, solo like that, unexpected or unannounced, it kind of seems like you might have triggered something in them. Yeah. Even though, like, you trying to get there to clear your own mind out for yourself and, and to improve your own self-love, for me, it'll put me in a certain spot. Like, damn, like. What I do. What I do. What was so heavy that she couldn't come to me and communicate this? So she had to go off to herself and close me out of this whole thing. You know what I mean? So a, a lot of things can be avoided in a relationship with good communication. Are you coming for me right now? What you mean? You said I could have communicated it. No, when you got in, I I, I communicated to you how it made me feel. Okay, okay. That when you went out and and did that. Okay, yeah, I okay. And okay. you let me know that it was about your own. Yeah, be, yeah, I, I did, I did for sure, and yeah, I just want to go back on that and say, you're right as far as like communication goes. I think a lot of relationships don't last because. People don't communicate effectively. Effectively, that's important as well. Effectively, yeah. mindfully. Um, Some type of intelligence. Intelligence, emotional intelligence. emotional intelligence. And I think, too, sometimes people don't feel safe enough in that particular relationship to be vulnerable. I mean, and of course, that's something that takes time. You know, that take like, you could, day two, day three, or. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It takes time. I don't know, like in the very beginning of your relationship, it takes time because you have to come to a point where you actually feel safe enough with that person to be vulnerable and to communicate. But even just like really communication on a surface level don't even really got to be about vulnerability. It's just like simple communication. communication yeah, like communicating the schedule, like. You got off work, she off work, you went straight to the bar with the boys, you exactly. didn't say shit. Like, you know what I mean? Communication in is in it's in certain levels. First off, communicating in that way. Just, you know, being considerate. She could have been considerate, you know, yes. Waiting for you to come home or like whatnot, but just being considerate in the beginning. It takes a deeper relationship to be, you know, vulnerable about your feelings on, on certain things. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of times people don't want to be vulnerable because they scared if they let that out, then they will no longer have that image in that person's head anymore. They might not view mm. me as strong anymore. They might not view me as independent anymore if I let them know that, you know, this really does scare me. You know what I mean? Right. It brings me some type of fear. You know what I mean? I get anxiety or I'm shame at this certain point right here. You might not. It's uncomfortable for somebody to think that the image that they put out there to the world, the mask that they put on. Oh, excuse me. It's uncomfortable when someone thinks that the mask that they put on could now possibly be exposed by their own doing. Yeah. So I think it's very uncomfortable for people, and that's why they don't communicate things. I agree with that. Even for me, I feel like sometimes it takes me a little longer to process how I feel about things. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, if we had a disagreement or argument or something happened, Sometimes you be want to know my feelings immediately. And I had to tell you, like, I don't know yet. I don't know how I feel. And I think admitting that you don't know how you feel yet is a part of the communication process. It is. So we definitely process. Everybody processes their feelings in, in different times. 
I definitely process mine quicker than yours most of the time, and then you you have to come back to me on it. Yeah, I'll be having to run it back, come back. You do, but it it is. It is a more – it's like you say, communication is everything. And now that we know that about each other, we usually have better talks that I, I process my feelings a little faster than you do. Yeah. Something else, too, that I, I feel like I hear come up a lot when you're talking about relationships and your own well-being and loving yourself. I think it's mistaken as if you aren't able to do those two things at once. Like a lot of times people talk about losing yourself in a relationship and I have to say, within our relationship, I feel like it has shown me who I am more. Based on how you respond to certain things within a relationship, that can let you know a lot about yourself. Agreed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And I feel like in our relationship specifically, you never stirred, steered, is it steered or stirred? Steered. We country, bro. I, I, I can't tell you. I don't know, I we don't never, know which one. We never steered each other away from being who we are. Mm-hmm. or tried to change one another or tried to or like didn't allow one another to continue to discover things about ourselves and learn who we truly are because truly we did we got together at a really young age mm-hmm. and i'm definitely not the same person that i was then at all well i won't say at all i think the kid in me is still there the inner child in me is still there but i've grown a lot and i truly am just grateful that because you know they say in relationships, like, you either grow together or you grow apart. Do you believe in that? You want to do both. What do you mean? You grow together with somebody. Y'all relationship is growing and flourishing. And apart from the relationship, you're still growing as a person. So mm. you want, you can do both. It's just a lot of times we want, a lot of times we want our significant other to be on the shit we on. Yeah. And they don't need to be on the shit you on. They really don't need to be, like... But as long as they're supportive of the shit you want to be on, then it's all fine. I think a lot of times we want to force their hand. You want to get on your entrepreneur shit, so you want him to be on some entrepreneur mm. shit. But he don't, he don't, if that is not what he sees for himself, then you can't force it to him, and vice versa, you know what I mean? I agree with that. I've never even heard that explained like that. Well, I, I think a lot of times, like I said, we just want something out of somebody that they're not trying to give. I think a lot of relationships, a lot of relationships can be the, door opening relationships or door closing relationships and how how or where your life is is at that point depends on if that's good or bad for you you know what i mean like a door what do you opening mean by, i was just about to ask a you. door opening relationship is one that like you didn't even know these kind of things was capable for you you didn't even know you had this level of love in you or trust or he opens this person opens a lot of things about you that you didn't necessarily even know you wanted to be open. You didn't know you wanted to be this vulnerable with somebody or let these right. things loose. Door closing relationships is maybe, you know, you was used to being lied to. And so a door, you had a door open of like, almost like you always wanted to go into a protective shell. And this person was loving enough to, well, we can shut that door now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We can shut that door of you trying to close people out and put a wall around people. Let's shut that door now. So it just depends on where you are in life, you know what I mean? At, at some point in your life, you might need to actually open that door, need a person to help you open a door that builds walls up because your family is just abusing your good heart right now. Yeah, taking advantage. Taking yeah. advantage of you or work is taking advantage. You might need to, your significant other might need to help you open that door. You helped me open, close that door, actually. I did. Like, well, like really back in the day, like real bad back in the day, I was always the go-to person in my family for everybody to come to for something. Yeah. And it was always yes. I ain't give a fuck what it was. I don't fuck what they call. I don't give a fuck what happened. It was yes. I put me back. I wouldn't get the shit I wanted to to help them out. And you was just like, nah, you got to slow down. So you kind of helped me, you know, shut that door of like me always being a yes guy to motherfuckers. You kind of like helped me 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for another motherfucker, they might have been selfish their whole life and they need somebody. To, exactly. You, they need somebody to open that door up. Like, hey, Man. you need to, You got a lot and you ain't helping nobody. Man, you need to do some things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So door opening and door shutting relationships are um, healthy just depending on where you are. Yeah. Going back to changing or like losing yourself in a relationship, mm-hmm. there is no reason why you shouldn't be in a relationship where someone's it's trying to change you like you know what i mean like get you to be into stuff that you ain't into like do you know what i'm saying like just shit you ain't into like that you clearly have no interest mm-hmm. in now there's one thing you know you try new things with your partner but if you blatantly just have no interest in that like not even a specific thing yeah, yeah you be something super small yeah like he's trying to turn you into a a morning person and you just not that you know what i mean yeah it's just like well yeah, I mean, I guess if it's just anything, it could be whatever. Like that person just trying to change you for that, or they trying to make you. Um, and I guess if they trying to change you for their own benefit too, that's a whole nother thing. Mm, change somebody for yeah, their own. Yeah, benefit. for that's, your own benefit. That's something to watch out for. Yeah, um, I don't think it's that easy to like not lose yourself in a relationship because I, I never even heard nobody say you ain't really got to be on the, on the same shit in a relationship. You really don't. Yeah, most people don't. You ain't got to be on the same thing your partner on. You just got to be supportive of what they are. Yeah, and I think people have the misconception that you have to be the exact same. Yeah. To be in love with somebody, to have a successful, happy, healthy relationship with somebody. And we are not the, you and I are not the same. No. Similar. Close. We're similar. Similar. But we but are not the same. We are not. We don't, we don't. We don't align on everything. A lot of things, we like polar opposites, which I've always thought in my head that polar opposites benefit from each other very greatly. Yeah. Like people who are like the, I've seen it on, I think, TikTok or, I don't know, Threads, X, I don't know what they call them this week. Twitter. Yeah, Thread, XPG. You got Twitter? No, absolutely not. Somebody shared some shit on their oh, story. Oh, I'm like, brand. you don't even got Twitter. No, nah, I don't be fucking with Twitter, no. But it was just like, why do calm boyfriends go get a fiery girlfriend? Oh, yeah, you said And that. the dude was like, well, somebody got to tell the way that my yeah, order wrong. Like, and I ain't asked for cheese on these. Yes, like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fact. I have to admit that there was a point in our relationship maybe two years ago where I think we were on different, we were just on different things really in in life and i kind of felt like i was mistaken just like a lot of people that we had to be on the exact same thing and i was for like no reason getting sad do you know what i mean like i was getting Mm -hmm. i was sad i was stressed not stressed but i guess just worried when really you can love somebody and you don't have to be on the exact same thing Mm -mm. not at all just be i said just be supportive of it all yeah Y'all, and the thing we always have to remind each other is that I, I'm i never going to do something with the intent to hurt you. Like, right. I always got to remind yourself in relationships that y'all are in this together. This mm-hmm. is not a competition. There is no real winner in it all. You know, yeah. when she blow up, you blow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is y'all. He blow up, y'all just blew up. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no... There's no need to compete. There's no need for a tally sheet to know who did what. Bruh, especially when you got kids, too. Like, if you got kids, it kind of oh, bring yeah. another element in. It or made me think together. about y'all yeah. live together. That's yeah, it's not even too. kids. Just live together. It made me think about how uh, Michelle Obama said she she couldn't stand Barack for, like, 10 years of that relationship. That's a long ass. Did she say 10 years? Yeah, she said 10 years. She said it. That's 10. a long time. But to she- to to. to, to not stand, can't stand somebody and be still be with them. What a long ass. Because I've been to beat your ass after 10 years. All you want to do is fight, bro. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> all you want to do is fight, bro. But um, what was my point? My point is that I think I didn't watch this whole interview with Michelle. I just kind of heard like a snippet. I don't know if she ever said this, but it goes back to what you said. You are a team. Y'all mm-hmm. are a team. And although we are individual people, we come together as a team. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that because sometimes, boy, sometimes I'll be like, no, nah, I done did this, 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 and that. And you'll be like, well, I did this, this, and this. Yeah, we both done done a lot. Yeah, and, I, and that's what you end up saying. We both done done a lot. And you li- and I'll be like, you're right. We have. 
all in this together. Do you know this Do one? not know that song. Is it High School Musical? We all in this together. I never watched High School Musical a day in my life. You didn't? I, no, no. I feel bad for you. I don't. I actually appreciate that. I've never <laughs> seen that. I feel bad for you. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. But yes, I say it's it's a team effort. It's two of y'all. This is a collaborative project. Let that person have their shining points, and it, don't call your other person out all the time about they weaker side, they they yeah. side that they not that strong in. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you can help them lift that up to an adequate, you know, level, but don't try to force it out of. Right. You know, uh, me and we. I said me and we. I don't know who we is. I don't know. I don't know. But me and Re, we actually react to news differently. We do. We do all the time. We act, Even if it's great news, it could be great news for both of us. We just react totally different. How do you react and how do I react? I'll give you one example. Um, when we, this podcast, we, we uh, originally was working with... Um, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna say their name. Don't say the company. Don't name. say their name. Yeah, we'll just call them the uh, the Apple Group. We'll call them the Apple Group. Okay. And the Apple Group hit us up, and you was so excited. I was. You was so out the blue excited, and when I didn't, I was not. I was not that excited. You weren't, and it kind of like blew my heart. It did. It blew your heart. It wasn't about. I was very happy that they approached us. I'm very happy that the, the, the podcast was getting highlighted. I was. But in my head, I always stay even keel about everything. And, and I should, too. You don't have to. But no, because here's the to. thing. I think sometimes, like, I use that as, like, okay, yeah, we really, we making it. Like, we doing it. I use it as, it, in a sense, made it feel, quote, unquote, real. Mm-hmm. It made it feel like we had hit a milestone. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. And I said we had very different reactions, and this affected us for a, a couple of days. Like yeah, because we like we were just she was just <laughs> so happy about it, and every time she brought it up, I was just like, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see about it. I mean, we'll see what yeah, they're talking you, about. You did, and I just keep it at that. I never got excited about it, and I wanted you to be excited. You wanted me so to be bad. like jumping in the bed with you, excited <laughs> about it. yes, and it's just not in my nature to get. It's not in my nature really to get very riled up or very down. I'm usually you really are. I'm like, usually flat, mellowed about everything. I think that's why I love you so much. That's what I like about you. I like your I like your peaking emotions too. Do you? I am I am an emotional ass bitch. You are, and I'm not that emotional of a person. But that's why it works out well. That's why it works out well. I know more of me now that I'm with you. If I wasn't with you, I wouldn't know more of me. I have. I think so. I think. Would I know more of me? I don't know. I think when you're with, I don't like to use the word the right person, but when you're with the person that you are meant to be with, I think they would have a way of showing you who you really are. Like, I think earlier I was trying to really say that, but I really couldn't articulate that just yet. Yeah, just, or just being with somebody who's got a positive effect on you. Yeah, they, yeah, and like, it don't even have to be like romantic. It can be in a platonic relationship. When you are around the people who, mean well by you who respect you who love you they have a way of showing you who you are in a sense Mm -hmm. and even like if it's good or bad sometimes what i notice in this relationship if it's (laughs) it's certain things that i see you doing and i get so upset It's because I see the it's I it's what I see myself. It's a reflection of myself, and it's the thing that I don't like about myself. Specifically, I'm gonna say the thing: scrolling on Instagram when you're supposed to be doing. Oh uh, yeah, else. boy, you get on my fucking I like, nerves. You're in the matrix. <laughs> you're in the matrix. <laughs> I take out my phone, y'all, for any point, like any time you scroll. She just be looking at me disgusted, like because I'm uh, disgusted with myself. And, and, and she'll be like five minutes later writing her phone, but I won't say shit, bro, about it. Cause and here, I don't. I don't not like being on social media, but I just feel like it's a place and a time for it. And I just be feeling like it be don't it don't be the time. You just be blowing me down. When I, I get on be like, I need to stop. But really, what I've come—I don't know if I've ever said this to you. I've come to the conclusion that 
it's me, not you. I be it's a reflection of me and it's the thing that I don't like about myself. So my response to seeing you do that is a lot more deeper than what it is. It's, that's true. That's true. We just had another moment like that the other day when I brought up um ghetto with class. Yes. And I was I was I was actually I got out of character and got really hyped. You I, got really hyped. I got really you hyped. Like, yeah, man. I'm, I'm going like, ooh, ooh, like get over class is a brand I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about starting. I had I had it going just, and I yeah. paused it because I had too many things going yeah. on at once. But now I've simplified life and I'm considering getting it back going. And when I brought it up to Reed, she kinda like hit me with a mellow answer like well, you know, make sure you know you got time for it, and you know you can. I ain't say that. It was something like that. I can't remember I exactly. I see it. Make sure we ain't doing too much. Yeah, we ain't doing, doing too, too much. Doing too many things and, at once. You know what I mean? I hit you with a you. You did hit me with a me, and it did. It brought me back down. Did it make you sad? It it made me feel a certain type of way, but then again, after after processing what you really told me, which was, you was right. Um. You was right. That, that's all it is. You was right. So that was my intention to make you sad, though. It didn't make me sad. It brought me down. It didn't bring me. It didn't bring me lower. I was still grateful and still was hype about it. It just brought me off of. I feel like the ultimate hype is when you on the bed jumping like a kid. Like yes, you know what I mean. You just brought me down to an adult. Yeah, let's get on it. Let's do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying. But thank you too for that. You're welcome and thank you. And I know we spent a lot of time talking about our relationships, but these. When we talk about relationship, it really pans out. Everything is really a relationship. Everything. Work life, you know, families, the relationship with them, um, the yourself. community, earth, yourself. Everything is a relationship, and you need to check on it, and it all takes work. And to know that you can't have all the relationships flourishing at once. You think so? I don't believe you have... I don't believe we have a, enough God-given time in the 24 hours to have every relationship flourish. I think I disagree. Mm. I disagree. I think not necessarily just flourishing. So you think, like, if my relationship at work is amazing, my relationship with you won't be good. No, I'm not saying that you got to – I'm not saying that automatically one cancels out the other, but you can't expend that much energy – a good amount of energy to everything so at you, all times and every day. Like today, um, for instance, like our fitting, like my relationship, like fitness. I ain't work out. We didn't work out today, right? Because we don't work out, and I wanted to work out so. I bad did too. I woke today. up with the itch to sweat. Yes, but it's like we. They don't know, but they say that. Why did I say they say, girl? They don't know that we have a rule that we don't work out on the day that we do the podcast because we notice like we we be tired we can't even think tired and then we start the podcast late we yeah things like that mm -hmm. it just works out better when we don't do that yeah and right now our work relationship is good we we doing a podcast right now automatically like i'm not talking to family my phone will do not disturb and it's gonna be like that today but at this tomorrow, moment though Tomorrow, I got to edit the podcast. I really got to be focused in on me and my work for the next 48 hours, really. You still going to talk to your mama today. Like, what do you mean? Your mom's going to call you, and you're still going to talk to your mom. It really ain't mom, I mean, but everybody else outside of that, like, got to get a pause. Like, for instance, I, I, caught, you know, I got that phone call last morning, and I had to, I paused my work. You did. You know what ah. I mean? You have to pause things, bro, if you want. You can't give your energy to everything at once. I agree. You can try, but you... See, another thing about you, you're going to try. And then, me? Yeah, you're going to try. And then you're going to get exhausted. And then, usually, I'm the one who catches Stop. the exhausted. Read. Oh, that's facts. Yeah, yeah. I take all my shit out on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to catch the exhausted. Read <laughs> you don't deserve it. Trying to do the work, <laughs> be the perfect mom, perfect daughter, you know what I mean? And, and all this other shit. Here's the thing. Don't forget perfect wife. Here's the thing. Don't forget perfect wife. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I do have a history of trying to. Please, everybody be amazing at everything all at once but i am working with myself and, and speaking on in relationships in general i i talked about you know relationship with yourself is something that i mentioned i'm working on the relationship with myself and realizing that i don't have to be perfect all the time i come from a background the way i was raised where i feel like i have to be perfect a hundred percent of the time like everything has to be balanced out i have to please everybody else but i'm learning to really please myself and even if it's something that, for example, 
I have, especially while I'm PMS and I have a really unhealthy relationship with sugar. And I literally did a voice note yesterday when you was gone. I did a voice note. And I was just talking about like, why can't I do this? Like literally the definition of not being able to stop doing something against your own will is addiction. Mm-hmm. So I was like, are you addicted? Why are you, if you know this isn't working for you, why do you keep doing that? Anyways, I don't know what my point is now because I didn't say all that. But just working a relationship with myself and understanding that I don't have to be perfect. So yes, I'm working on it. And you can't extend to everything at one time. Again, yeah. Because then, like you said, your partner is left with an exhausted, overly stimulated person. Overly stimulated. Getting overly stimulated Just, is a real thing, bro. Yeah, being overstimulated is a real thing. Y'all know we are constantly talking about working on the relationship with yourself. And sometimes that can be hard. Sometimes you don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. You don't even really know. Like, I think we struggle with just keeping it real with ourselves sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times when you don't, it just leads to a circulation of thoughts. And those thoughts sometimes just never stop. Facts. And they've affected my sleeping the most. Yeah, agreed. It's like at night, it's just like a runaway train of thoughts sometimes. Yeah, but what could really help with something like that if you just don't know where to start or you feel like you're in that season of your life where you need assistance, Mm -hmm. talking to a professional therapist may really help you out a lot. For me personally, when I was in the area where I just kind of felt hopeless and didn't know where the trajectory of my life would be, I talked to a professional therapist at BetterHelp, and it helped me out so, so much. With this experience, I felt really safe. I was able to change my therapist at any time for no additional cost. The sign-up process is super easy. You literally just go in, fill out a questionnaire, and then within 48 hours, you're matched with a licensed professional. And with BetterHelp, everything is done entirely online. I mean, we do everything from our phones anyway. Let's not, exactly. let's just take care of ourselves from our phone too as well. Let's not exactly. make this complicated. <laughs> Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash F-T-H-H today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash F-T-H-H. So it's that time of the year. Fall is finally here. I've been living for these couple months all year. I had to suffer through the summer just to get to my time. But I'm not trying to fall off with anything during this time period. Because my day is going to be long. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff. I don't want my diet to fall off anywhere during this time period. Agreed. So I got my homies in the pocket, of course. Factor. Factor Factor can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll, like you were saying before, save time, eat well, and most importantly, stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Now, most importantly, they taste good. That is number one for my taste buds. I'm sorry. My taste buds sit number one on my charts. I'm sorry. Agreed. And for everybody who like me, if you want to take it up a notch... They even got gourmet options on meals. So you can get some real fancy stuff. You want to trick her like you cook dinner? Get the gourmet <laughs> and do it that way. That's how we stay ahead of the game. No, don't trick me. <laughs> <laughs> you could trick her or you could treat yourself. Me personally, I am constantly, it feels like I'm constantly cooking all the time. So it's such a treat to have a meal deliciously prepared. And I can just really sit back and enjoy myself. So head to factormeals.com slash FTHH50 to use code FTHH50 to get 50% off. That's code FTHH50 at factormeals.com slash FTHH50 to get 50% off. Why are you looking? I said that wrong. My you bad. said overly. Yeah, yeah, my bad. And yeah. not me trying to point out your flaws. Like normal. <laughs> always, always. Like on me, normal. Bro. I am always on your head. I'm on your head all the time. But well, you that, be on my head. Nah, I don't be on your head like that. You I let be you, on I let my you head. do you. I'm going to start letting you do you. No, nah, you're not. It's okay because I grew up in the opposite background than you. You was expected to be perfect and do things. I really grew up in a raise yourself kind of culture. Yeah. Like, I, I, nobody. My mama didn't push college on me. She didn't worry about. My mama never asked about my grades in high school. Never asked. I I grew up in the hood. I had no curfew. You really didn't. Nothing. I used to walk in the house at like eleven thirty on a Tuesday. My mama didn't say shit. 
That was like age. 15 or 16. That's unacceptable. Like, if my daughter did that, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, see, we totally, like. We grew up in total different backgrounds. Because even you said college wasn't pushed on you. I had no choice. I actually didn't yeah. even want to go to college. And my mom was like, no, you're going. No, my mom never brought it you're up. You're going. Um, it was it was a free flowing thing, like do what you want to do kind of thing. Like yeah. you, you good. Yeah, and I lived in the hood. I lived in a better part, quote unquote, better part. Mm-hmm. I guess in my high school years, actually, my mom actually moved away from the hood, but um, she didn't play about that curfew though. And I'm a girl too. Like she raised your mom raised all boys. She did. So we was all. I think it's a little different. Like I think. Now my son can't come in at eleven thirty on the uh, no, my son without a reasonable explanation as to why he was he gone. Be no, he better come in that motherfucker bleeding. He, no. he better have good ass reasons why on Tuesday you walk through my door at eleven. Yeah, yeah. But again, like different we was raised folks. in a different way, so I need a different kind of love that I never actually received. When when my father was alive, now he used to be on our ass. But, I mean, I was only six, so it wasn't too much. But he was, like, the disciplinary one. We, he yeah. had all boys, so he just got, like, kind of let loose as he felt. You know what I mean? He had no uh, daughter to hold him back. So, I'm... I'm being nice. I'm really... No, no, we're not... Okay. I thought what you were going to say, like, I'm really... I'm, I'm really, really doing the right thing. No, I'm <laughs> stop it. Stop oh, it. yeah. No, for real. Like, because you have just let me... real You let me realize. Did that make sense? You have just... I've realized now that... It does come from a place of love. Like I just don't be on your head for a re- for no reason. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you like to pick fights. So if I'm bored, and this is bad, if I'm bored, I would really pick a fight with you. you. Will. I'm not a good person. I'm I don't even know what a good person is anymore. I think no? we just I think we just people, Ooh. and how we affect each other is conditional how we feel about ourselves a lot of times. Wow. I don't even know what a good person or a bad person is no more. Well, I I know what a bad person is. If well, you yeah, I kind of kind of do know a shit bag. Like, like, yeah. Do. If you I know, uh, I know a shit bag when I see one, I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, but, but generally speaking, people who are morally, what am I I'm trying, trying to say? I don't know. I'm trying to find it too. Morally balanced, I guess. Morally balanced. You saying you know who good and who bad? We just people. We just people interacting. Cause I, I'm yeah. starting to realize that. To be good, you have to do good. I think a lot of times, and it's just this ain't even my relationship, just me talking. We a like lot of to times, we say what we like to hear you just talk. That's Thank what you. that's what I love about but this I, space. I think about I think a lot of times I haven't done good and I haven't done bad either. Like with my actions or intent, mm. I ain't really done much to affect the world. I ain't put no damage in it, but. How much positive have I put out there? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about that often. And I just want to be, I want to be on the good side, actually doing yeah. things, you know, letting my actions align with my uh, mortality. You know what I'm saying? My my thoughts. Your and morals, how, yeah. I said mortality. Yep. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to help yeah, yeah, you. you. No, you're right. I want my actions to line up with my morals. And your you know values, what I'm yeah. And my values to be presented. I want to, you know, like I said, Leave a positive mark. I think a lot of us ain't leaving no mark right now. It's, yeah. And no mark is very safe. Stagnation. It is very safe. And I don't know if you, I think this relates. I saw this, I think I sent it to you. I saw this uh, TikTok the other day and it was this man, I don't even know his name, but apparently he's like a prestige guy in the business self-help world. I forgot his name. But, um, he was just saying it was his birthday, right? Did I send it to you? Do you know what I'm talking about? No? Okay, fine. Right. I'll continue. Um, he said it's his, it was his birthday, and his coworker was like, hey, you want to go to the bar, da-da-da-da-da? Yeah, I And then one. he was like, yeah, cool. You know, let's go. He said he th- he took a second, and he thought, last year, the last two years for my birthday, I did this same exact thing. With the he same was, exact With people. the same exact people. He was like, that's cool. That's all good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But it wasn't serving him anymore. And I felt I like that spoke to me so mm-hmm. much. I think we all had a moment. Yes. So it go I think that kinda relate a lot to what you were saying. Yeah, he, I know the, the the I don't know the guy's name, but yes. He had I think we all have them life moments where something that is actually very mundane has a very big effect on you. Yeah. For me, my last uh mundane moment was um when I was working in Texas. 
at a Coca Cola. I was a janitor, and I was in. The, I told you I was in the hallway, and I was just cleaning the mirrors off, mm-hmm. the windows off, and I saw me like I cleaned it, and I just saw myself, and I had to go to the bathroom and just cry, like oh, I'm about had to cry. just let it out, and I was like, oh my god, no, no, there was nothing wrong with being a janitor. I was making an honest living. Could have been robbing people, but have. um, it's just not where I wanted to be, and. It wasn't like that was my first day. Like, and I, I cried because I saw my, I had been working there like five months and cleaned them same windows like 70 times or 80 times. But it was like that day, that shit stuck with me seeing myself in that mirror. Yeah. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't live with that point. I literally almost cried just now. But I had a moment like that. Emotional girly. I am. I am. And I'm embracing that. Like, it's okay to be like this but i had a moment like that yesterday but it was the opposite Mm. i was so we have a podcast ad schedule and or no i wasn't even on a podcast ad schedule i was looking through my email and i was looking at like oh the partnerships and like what's to come and what has happened like just kind of looking through my email and i was like whoa you're doing this yeah you are really doing this. And I think sometimes I get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of what it is that I'm doing that I don't stop and realize that. And like, regardless of where you are in your life right now, you are living the dream. Mm-hmm. You are. And I, I think I don't stop enough and understand what it is that I'm doing, what we're doing and how proud and how happy really me a year ago, two years ago, mm-hmm. would be. So I think you can have moments like that, like little mundane moments like that, that will show you, A, you ain't where you want to be, but this is your cue, this is the moment now where you realize, where you're aware and you know it's work to be done. Or B, you'll realize how far you've come and you don't haven't even taken the time out to realize that. And I mean... On the second example, on point B, there's always work to be done regardless. But, yes, I totally agree with what you said. You know, I think a lot of times we don't want to appreciate ourselves enough or what we've done for ourselves because our tangible things don't line up. I feel like our tangibles try to take so much control of what we call success that we won't give ourselves credit for nothing else. We won't give ourselves credit for being way more emotionally intelligent than we used to be. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We won't give ourselves credit for putting ourselves out there in the way that we want to be um, received. You know what I'm saying? We don't give ourselves enough credit because the physical things in in life ain't matching up. The car ain't there. The house ain't there. But you got success and you often, like you said, you live in the dream. You really are. You kind of free. You know what I mean? To an extent, like you free, like to do what you want, think as you want. Yeah, you always go free. as you please. Like you free, especially if you think of free, in a sense, like in your mind, like yeah. your mind, free in your mind. Yes, you have a choice every day. Like you want to wake up, and be happy. You be happy most of these days. You be laughing. You know what I mean. You around good people. The only thing that really be holding you back from seeing your success is because it's not tangible. Mm-hmm. So many times we want to be able to pick it up mm-hmm. feel it drive it live in it you know what i mean that's that's a struggle that we have as a society really yes about success when you think about it like i'm i'm like i think i'm very successful right now i just i ain't got all the tangibles like you said but so many other things i'm so much more successful in that, that, that may be my first one. <laughs> no, nah, that but, was like the third one, bro. You said but, <laughs> morality. <laughs> that is like my third one. But I'm so successful in so many other things in life. Like I said, a couple years ago, I was a janitor. Um, in man, 2017? Yeah. Like 2017, something like that. Um, I got too much style to be doing that, bro. It's just like that's not. It's crazy. That doesn't align with your soul and what you, the thing about you, babe. Am I finna fucking cry? Oh my God. Oh my God. I (laughs) need to stop. No, the thing about you, and I think it's important for you to hear this because I think it's like, just, I think it's important for all people to hear great things about themselves and how other perceive, 
how other people perceive them because we don't be seeing that shit ourselves. But the thing about you, you are such a beautiful soul. You have so much that you are going to do in this world. You have so many souls that you are, well, A, currently impacting on this podcast, but so many souls that you're going to impact in so many other ways. I think one thing that the both of us have been embodying in our life is being a multidimensional creative, like mm-hmm. not having to be one thing. You know what I'm saying? I do. So I yeah. thank you too. You are so welcome. Thank you for those flowers. They're deserved. But yeah, it just like I said, I don't I don't want us getting caught up in the tangible items of this world so we can't have a good relationship with ourselves and what we've done for us. Yeah. You've done you've done generational like impact out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You may have stopped the trauma in your family, you know what I mean? Actually talking about it with somebody, that is a success. Like my kids don't gotta grow up with the same like level of emotional intelligence that I had when I was, you know, they age or coming up. I, I'm actually one of the proudest things that I think I'm gonna be able to accomplish, I will accomplish, is to have a child who doesn't need to go back and repair their childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, or have to go back and parent their parents. Yeah, so yeah, that too, like go back and parent their parent. She will have the luxury, like, of just really just worrying about what she wants to do in life and what she wants to accomplish and who she wants to be. Yeah. You know, she won't have to do the things that I had to do just to have something that kept me out the rain. Yeah. You know what I mean? She ain't got to go work two jobs and stuff like that just to have a roof over her head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She can just go do what she desires every single day. And that's a success story. Yeah, that is. That's a, that's freedom that so many of us weren't bought into this world with because of the people who bought us into the, I don't want to say because, because it's not like a blame game, but at the end of the day, but because of the people who, yeah, yeah. because of the people who bought us into this world. And I want to go back on one thing you were saying, um, you know, we all don't think we're successful because it's not tangible, but in order to get to the tangible part of your success, it does have to start internally. Yeah. Like period. I don't, it doesn't matter. And I feel like if your success if your tangible success comes and you haven't at least started working on internally, I guess internal healing, mm-hmm. that that tangible success will not stay for long. I don't care. You can mark my word. Yeah, if it comes at all. If it comes, yeah. I don't, I don't know too many people who got it like that, but didn't who didn't first like. I don't know many people who got a million dollars and didn't feel like a millionaire when they had yes, who didn't embody their energy. Yes, you got to embody it. You can't be worth. Um, I, I said in one of my songs way back, um, shit. I think it's called Sunday Drive, and I was like a million dollar man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, of course I ain't had no fucking million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I have that shit, but. I, I honestly feel like if you don't feel like it, how the fuck can you get that, bro? Yeah, I just told you that the other day. I was like, regardless of what, and that's the thing. People don't, people can't see past the present moment or past their present, their current situation. And we talked, I think one episode we mentioned like not identifying, like you can accept and acknowledge this current situation, but you don't have to identify with it. It is not you. I don't care what my what my situation currently looks like. I know I'm a million-dollar woman. I told you that. I was like, mm-hmm. I know I'm a million-dollar woman. I know that I am abundant. And even if it's not, I am abundant in tangible aspects right now. But there is more abundance to come. Yeah, and, and like I said, you, it starts internal, internal, and then like it just kind of grows out you. Mine says that... That ghetto class, that taking care of business thing, it actually like it started in me, but then it started to come out of me. Like with I, that's why I wear loafers. I don't wear Jordans yeah. and shit like that. I put all my sneakers up. I'm not wearing sneakers no more. I'm wearing loafers because nigga, I'm about this business. I am about a business. business. I'm a walking business, my dog. I'm a businessman. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to embody it, so I said I even changed my dress. Everything, how how I wanted to move. I wanted to be very independent. I cut off all sources of like whatever I could cut off and I could do it myself. I wanted to do it for me just to get the feel of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of of independence and like grow it. It gave me so much strength. So like I said, just keep, keep watering you and making sure your relationship with you is very well. 
Absolutely. But bringing it back a little bit to, I guess, relationships, romantic relationships, ships. Mm-hmm. I think how we've been able to really just be together for so long is that we're friends. We are. We are actually friends, though, like. I be about to beat your ass so often. Well, how many times you gonna mention fighting, <laughs> bro? That's all you ever wanna do. I don't know. It's my love language. Fighting <laughs> is my love language. I love hard. <laughs> I love. I love hard. But nah, um, we're friends, and I think sometimes in relationships, people forget that fact. That factor, that's an important factor. You actually have to like that person. Mm-hmm. Like I like you. I still like you after all this time. Even even stronger than liking that person, you got to be, if you are really down for that person, you got to be committed to them. Like, yeah. and this is like a deeper relationship. Like, me and Reed, of course, are married. So, I'm speaking to, like, the long-term relationship. You have to really be committed. You know what I mean? And this, when I say long-term, I mean, like, with your partner, it could be long-term. But either with your work, what you do for a living, your purpose, family, you have to really be committed because you're not going to. You're not gonna always like them. Yeah, we went through we went through a period where you didn't like me like that. Yeah, we did. It was a long. It was like a couple of months. Yeah, so it's not. It's, it wasn't. It's not like you know what I'm saying. You always gotta like that person. Sorry, like you always gotta like that person. But you have to say I'm committed to them though. If you actually want to see it through, like I'm committed to that person, that being. Even if we were to break it off, I'm still committed to like being a friend. I'm still committed to them. What's crazy is, though, during that time that I did not like you or just was in my feels and felt away, that was around the time where I felt like we were supposed to be doing the same exact thing. And it was kind of like, I guess I was, yeah, like, I guess it was around the same time where I felt like if people who together, y'all, we got to be doing the same thing, this, this, and that, which I explained earlier. But I guess it was just fear some fear there i think you wanted to see something out of me that i just couldn't give at that point too like i could i yeah. had it figured out i didn't have that point and me not having it figured out manifested into because how we feel on the inside manifests into something on the outside but it looks different than what it actually is it's like um a candy wrapper it's like you know putting a a a Reese's inside a Skittles bag like you can open it up you see what it's like on the outside when you open it up it's something totally different yeah um I, I didn't know how to get things together and like I said it just manifested into like procrastination mm. and not being on my shit because I didn't know what direction I wanted to go with I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was scared really Me like too. getting left behind scared it would never happen for me and I really didn't want to say these things out loud because, again, I I, I have a, a image to uphold to myself how I see me mm-hmm. and to how I think you see me. Yeah. So letting these things out is like, you know what I mean? I thought this, I was just going to damage that and it was going to never be the same. No. And little did I know holding it in would be one of the factors of it not being the same. Yeah, because I didn't know any of that. I just saw like what was happening on the outside. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like what like, looked like saw, procrastination. And, yeah. Not, not me rapping, but. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Rap. I know what you <laughs> yeah, mean. The candy rapper. The yeah, candy rapper. Yeah, I, I was the candy rapper. You yeah. know what was and inside. It's, just, it's just like not trying. And like, I was scared, confused. And there was, there was a time. I think we both kind of just shut down. Well, I, I guess I did. I can't really speak for you. And just really wasn't effectively communicating how we felt. Mm-hmm. And I say it resulted in the dislike in this relationship but it kept going the relationship kept going because i think we was committed me was committed and we finally i guess we had to actually finally talk about it we did we finally had that talk yeah and um like i said be vulnerable and communicate and make sure you on top of all your relationships that matter to you and you committed to them i'm committed to my music i'm committed to of course my family my daughters, you, and all the time, it don't mean we always going to like each other. My daughter don't like me all the time. Yeah. I actually enjoy the times when she don't like me a lot. Yeah, you do. That's another important thing, too. You are not always going to like, in any relationship, as you are currently saying, 
you're not always going to like that person or what they doing or yes how they yes that's so it's so true you're not gonna always agree with it but it might be necessary for them to go do that then they feel like that's the way they have to get it done yeah you know what i mean so you if you committed to that person then you're you gonna let them go out and try this thing or whatever they're doing and you'll be okay and if if ultimately it goes on you know to the point where you just can't give nothing else then it's it's, it's also okay to uncommit to a person on that level yeah that's why i love talking on this podcast because i actually had a realization today and i think even with i'm just thinking about my best friend there was a part do you remember me telling you like i think i'm just gonna like kind of fall back on my mama i was like what he was like what what i was like we just not on the same thing and i think that i have a habit of wanting to exclude myself or push someone away if i feel like we're not on the same thing or it's almost conditional like it's a little like it's one of the points where you get into i'm ready to level up season and if you start to see like all right the people around people around me, me not i'm yeah. not seeing a level up with people around me i'm not seeing a level up of you want to see it in a tangible form like you want to see it yeah you know what i mean and when you don't then you start to question yeah people places and things around you yeah i i, I actually damn i just had a little a little you moment I, I, I. yeah <laughs> first off let's not call them me moments. oh they're you they're you no i have them too all the time but i think that's how i was treated mm-hmm. that's how my mom treated me mm-hmm. if i was doing good da, 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 it's all happy go lucky if i'm not you know in a, it's not really the same thing that i, I do but I it is it's, it's relative it makes sense mm-hmm. and so yeah at this very moment i'm now realizing that i have in the past have done that yeah and i think seasons last longer than we fucking want them to sometimes bruh like you said that you had the planting season what you call it planting nurturing and harvesting and i think we be wanting the plant season to be like, ah, dropped it in the dirt, boom, whap, whap, put the dirt over it, watered it, and we ready to go to the next phase. And we don't understand that plant season. That's where all the work get done. The plant, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, everything is underground with that. Like, everything is getting the work in. That's what most of the work is. You know yes. what I'm saying? The easiest part is grabbing a motherfucker off it. You know what I'm saying? Once the, the apple tree did not sprout up, the easiest part is to grab your apple off that motherfucker. The yeah. hardest part is the shit that happened in the ground, the root part that you didn't even have nothing to do about. So, I think a lot of times you want the seasons to come very fucking fast. You mean like in relate, like with anything? Your relationship with somebody, you might want that part to be, you might want this part to be over with really quickly, or your relationship at work. You know, what I mean, we talk about montage like theory all the time. Like, uh, what's that? We've talked about that. Well, I've said it on the podcast before. It's like in the movies where like. He's like, you know what? I'm changing my uh, life. And there's a fast montage that lasts five minutes. But in his real life, it was like, what? Ten years. It was like, yeah, ten years, ten okay, months. Okay, we have. You have mentioned that you before. You're saying montage theories that we want seasons to go a lot faster than they actually have to. You know what I mean? And that's what we find stress at when you're trying to force something that you really just can't move. That's what grinding is. Yeah. I, I just, like, was, I just, like, re revisited the word grinding if you look it up it's like to break something down that's what grinding means. i mean when you say yeah. it we have a whole new definition like i'm grinding like i'm out here working motivated but when you grind something down you actually destroying it bro you actually like wow. breaking it down it's like something. almost resistant yes you know what i'm saying so we we've given it another definition but it's still just like that when you in grind mode you exhausted a lot of times tired as a motherfucker yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, wore down because you've been just giving it overtime this this whole year or whatever it might be. So, shit, yeah, you grinding and, and you fucking up some pieces of you that we're going to need to repair. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I was at the um, park today, I literally, because this, this literally reminds me of this. Human beings are... I heard this somewhere too. Human beings are literally the only species on this fucking earth that does not go with the na- like the natural flow of things. Yeah, it's true. I saw this flower and I'm literally I'm just looking at the flower. I don't know what kind of flower it was, but it was just 
blowing and it went all the way to the right and it just stayed there. Then it went the other way. It just really just flowed. And I think when we think about like these different seasons, seasons of our life, we, we are so resistant to those seasons and we don't flow. We don't go with the natural flow of things. Like you said, we in our planting season, for example, we just started posting about, we just started our YouTube channel talking about, I don't fucking know tech. Mm -hmm. And in a week we like, damn, I only got two followers. You're in your planting season. Your planting season takes time. Yeah. What season you think you in, like, in life? I'm definitely in planting right now. I'm just, like, if, if you go to my social medias, it, it, from my I, I point, it looks like I'm planting. Every day I'm trying a little different yeah. thing. Every day I'm doing something kind of different. I'm planting. There are certain things I know for sure. I'm going to make my music and shit like that. But I'm planting, still trying to figure it all out mm-hmm. and grow it all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely... Um, I'm definitely in every season. What about you? I think I'm in nurturing. Mm. Nurturing. And I do think plant, har- I mean, plant, nurture, harvest, they flow around. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. it's not just once. Yeah, it's not just once. Yeah. Because, like, like you said, once you get the fruits of your labor, like, well, we got to do it again. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We got to plant <clears throat> and all that shit again. But I definitely think you with the nurturing yeah. point. And it's very unique, like, what me and you go through because, like, you know, I always tell you all the time you like my role model. I'm trying to get to where you are. You do tell me that. I think I be thinking you playing. I'm trying to get to where you are. You know what I mean. And you trying to like nurture the thing you already have going. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Prune this and water this. So it, it be it be interesting to see that with us. For sure. And I guess is that it for today. I mean, we didn't talk y'all head off. Yeah, about relationships. About relationships and everything else. Um. Just make sure you, you take time with all your relationships and, and know which ones you focusing in on right now. Prioritize. Prioritize and, you know, know which Balance. ones you're going to have to get back to. For sure. Don't forget that relationship with yourself, baby. Mm-mm, Do not one, neglect that one. Make sure that one got priority. And make this a physical thing, too. You know what I mean? These relationships are a physical thing. What do you mean? Well, like, you want a better relationship with yourself, make sure you actually make it physical. Make, make sure it make it, get to the, it make it to the schedule. Like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I get off at you know, two. You know what I mean? At hey, three, I'm going to go to the park, no book, no book or whatever it is, and just like sit with myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I have, when I did like a voice journal, mm-hmm. audio journal, yesterday, I literally told myself, why do I relate the things that I want to implement in my life? Why do they seem so hard? Why do I like, even like I related to expenses. Oh, that's going to be expensive. When really like the best things that are for us, like eating wholesome. Even when we, so we go to the grocery store and we go grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. If we buy a whole bunch of processed foods, that's going to be, especially like, you know, we don't eat meat. That's Mm going to be more expensive than wholesome foods. Like wholesome foods are really cheap. Yeah. Onions, Fruit. Potatoes. Yeah, and like like you just mentioned, going to the park with a notebook, that's damn near free. Yeah, damn near free. Working out, that's damn near free. And I don't know why we just try to make these things seem so hard when it's easy. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's easy. It's just it seems hard because you've never done it. And that's resistance and that's fear. But you don't have to stay on that side of it. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But with that being said, with that being said, sending you so much peace, so much love, abundance, and everything you need in this moment. Talk to you next time. Bye.